Oh, hey, girlfriends. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for jumping on and joining us today. I'm Justine Eno. And I'm Lindsay Dalen. And today we are going to be talking about how we show up for our girlfriends. Number two. Because <laughs> we did this one uh, last week and uh, it, we had a computer glitch. So we're here re-recording and... Um, Classic learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. This is like we talked about in I think podcast one is just taking the first step right so we're taking our first steps and we're gonna have issues you know? <laughs> there was but one that's just it everything is figure outable you yeah. know you just got to have patience and the willingness to learn and I feel like that's just a strong suit of ours that we just work through stuff yeah and we had a plan for this like we, we, we knew that eventually that this was gonna happen at some point so it's all good um, and it's good that we like talking because <laughs> so, we just get <laughs> and to hanging it out. And, yeah. and you even mentioned to me, you're like, I am really happy we actually get to re-record it because after we sit with these chats we record with ourselves, we get to think on it and we have to wait for them to come out. <laughs> and sometimes we're like, oh, I wish I would have added that or I could have spoke to that. So hindsight. Well, and this is just such a big conversation, how to support, you know, your girlfriends, especially your ambitious girlfriends, yeah. because often I feel like we're misunderstood. You know, when you're rocking out in your own lane, you are doing things that are outside the box. It's it's natural for people in our lives to not really understand. Well, what, you can come across as, it comes across as intimidating mm -hmm. to people um, who don't, aren't necessarily on that same journey as you, right? They're just like, oh, or, or intense. Right, mm -hmm. it's it's a lot to take in, but um, really just diving into what that woman's doing, mm -hmm. I think, and figuring out the intensity of like the passion behind it, mm -hmm. and then yeah, that's well, so much of it is just that communication, and I feel like often in my life, um, you know, my people are used to me showing up a certain way for them, and so when there's a shakeup in my life, or I get busy doing my own thing, or I'm working on projects, and I don't necessarily have the time to show up the same way they're used to it can feel like something's wrong or something's off and really that's the time when we just need to sit down and communicate and talk to each other and just clear the air so that you know we can be excited for each other and support yeah. each other communication is huge absolutely i mean in any relationship um girlfriends anything but ambitious women having that communication is it's huge with each other because we're all going on our own paths and we all have our own goals and our own dreams in our mind but having that open communication with your girlfriends is just huge to know where they're at because sometimes you know I've had this conversation with a few of my friends but sometimes we have to show up for each other when we have our own shit going on and um, that's what a friend is right mm -hmm. we have to put our own stuff aside and say hey how can I show up for you today and what are you needing and that doesn't happen without communication. Absolutely, and it's so easy for women to assume. Um, I mean, I don't feel like guys do the same thing in that regard as women do. Like, they don't necessarily overthink things the same way that like, we hey, do. Like, what's up? Exactly, and um, you know, I just feel like women have this tendency sometimes to assume that they know what's going on when really they yeah. don't. And especially social media is obviously a contributing factor to those assumptions because people see us online they see us putting ourselves out there they see us rocking and rolling but they don't see what's happening behind the scenes and you know what kind of struggle maybe we're having and I feel like that's where the tension and stress in our relationships comes in when we're making assumptions and we're not communicating my sister when I was a little kid gave me well, she was actually trying to teach me how to spell assume, um, but she was like, when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Oh, I love that one. Right? Yeah. So it's like, it's how you spell it, but it's honestly true about an assumption, right? When you're assuming, you're just guessing, mm -hmm. you know, and half of it is biased because it has so much emotion and totally stuff to it that it's usually right out of left field. So exactly. um, yeah, they, it usually doesn't make too much sense to go ahead and assume. And I know that sometimes the conversations and communication can be awkward and um, confrontation is never comfortable, uh, but it doesn't always have to be confrontation. But to just really open up and have that communication with your girlfriends, with your ambitious friends, because um, we can't read minds. So as we much don't as we would like to, what yeah, we don't know. yeah, and I mean, if you don't communicate with somebody, what's up? You can't expect them to know. So well, and I think that that's such a courtesy and a grace that we can give easily to the women in our life that 
you know, we admire, that we respect, that we care about those relationships with is to just communicate with them and to reach out and to give them the platform and space to explain so that nobody is sitting in assumption. Yeah, I seen um, like a reel from Brene Brown doing an interview and she was talking more about um, spouses and partners, um, but it can be taken into girlfriends or any relationship and it was simply like communicate with your partner or your friend how much you're showing up today. So if that means when I walk through Lindsay's door and I'm like, hey girl, I got 20%. She's going to meet me and say, don't worry, I got 80. And that's literally what our morning looked like. Because I texted her and was like, whoa. And she's like, I'm jumping <laughs> off the walls. I'm good. It's good. What do you need? Full of piss um, and vinegar today. <laughs> yeah. But so I think that like really being like okay and vulnerable with meeting that person with being like, I only got this much today. I'm like, this is what I got. And them being a good friend or a partner and receiving that and being like, it's okay. I can make up the difference. Or maybe one day you're pulling the 80, you know, and I just to be open with that and know it's okay. I love so much that you brought this up because I was literally thinking about this this morning, that Brené Brown 80-20, yeah, and I love it. Um, yeah. we didn't even talk about this before the podcast, so like that's how in sync that we are, and yeah. I love it so much, but I totally agree, and it's not always the case that we can meet each other at the same space, but that's the beautiful part about having girlfriends and friendships is that we can make up that extra 20 30 50 percent for each other sometimes and maybe it is the case that sometimes we're both sitting at 20 but the fact that we can recognize that and then give each other the support and understanding to just be and sit with it well and and then your expectations go out the window and I'm a big believer of like having zero expectations because usually when you do you're disappointed um but when you let someone know how much you're willing to give or where you're at in that day, they are not going to expect anything more from you. Totally. Um, therefore, there won't be assumptions and mm-hmm. there, yada, yada, yada. It's just the open and clear and honest part and to recognize that we all have those 20 days. Well, and we all go through phases in life. And you and I have talked about this lots just, you know, as far as friendships go and people, a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And those lifetime kind of friends, you're going to ebb and flow with. It's natural. It's totally normal. We all have very busy lives. We have families. We have our own ambitions. We have our goals and our dreams and responsibilities. But I think that the ultimate sign of respect between friendships is the understanding that even if we're in a different season or a stage, it doesn't mean that there's any less value to the friendship or relationship. No, the love doesn't change. No. Right, it's just, it's infinite, so it's okay. And you know that, like, you're always there for that person or vice versa, they're always there for you. If it's, you know, like, hey, I need you now. Um, Those are always important, but I think that as we get older, uh, for women, I think that it was obviously different when we were younger in our 20s and early 20s and didn't have kids and you know we weren't necessarily in that realm of things um we had a little more time maybe to give to our girlfriends but I think as we get older and we are really on our career paths and education family whatever that looks like um we all just have a little bit less time so Mm -hmm. uh to really just give each other grace with that and still be a part of their journey however you can even if you know you're not talking every day like you used to or and just show up for them however you can. And uh, we talked about this in the first time we recorded it, but just how important it is, the like little affirmations that you might not think make someone's day um, or hit your girlfriend in the heart of being like, oh, she does care, she does love me. It's those little affirmations, at least I know can speak for myself. Um, Well, like you just mentioned Janelle and she is somebody who gives me a shout every once in a while and just says, Hey buddy, just doing a mental health check. And like, she calls me, which I super appreciate because when she does that, we just get a few minutes to just chit chat. I can fill her in on where I'm at. Maybe I am going through a really busy few weeks, but at least with those five minutes of just being able to communicate, it's so productive for her just understanding where I'm at and for us being able to prioritize our friendship in a way that allows us to work on those goals and still make time for each other when the time and space allows for it. And like taking advantage of those five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so what? It's only five minutes. It's better than zero minutes, right? Exactly. And so I, I know that those lifetime friendships, those really rock solid ones, even five minutes brings you back. To like yesterday you know like Absolutely. you guys were together yesterday it's just hearing each other's voices or jumping on a FaceTime or a quick coffee in between work meetings or whatever that looks like mm-hmm. um 
sometimes you don't think you have the time, but if you really think about the little small windows in your day, you do have time. Well, and that's just it. Like Janelle calls me on her way to work in the morning <laughs> and uh, she drives past my house every day. And so when I used to go and I would honk. Well, she used to because <laughs> I used to go stand out at the bus with the girls in the morning and she'd drive by and wave and honk. And um, yeah, it just those five minutes makes such a big difference in ensuring that we're in sync with each other, that we understand where each other's at. In those five minutes, she can pick up on how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. I can pick up on maybe she needs a friend, maybe she needs a bud, maybe she needs some encouragement or support, but it's it's that communication that makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a big proponent of just picking up the phone. <laughs> you Call are. your girlfriends because I know that sometimes it's easier to just throw out a quick text. And I'm not saying don't throw out that text, but I think that the ones that really matter, that you really want to get inside their headspace, you got to hear their voice. You got to make sure that you have those few minutes to just really connect. Mm -hmm. I tell this with my grandma. <laughs> I always say, Jesse, when you think about her, if you're in a space where you can call her, call her. Instead of just thinking about her, call yeah. her. If I'm in a space where I can. So I think that goes for anybody, really. If you're thinking about them or they're crossing your mind and you're wondering how they're doing and you're in a space where you can quickly give them a shout or mm -hmm. send them a text, do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Another thing that we talked about on our initial recording of this podcast that I want to make sure we touch on again because we're headed out to a luncheon today that is a room full of women in business. Yeah. And these kind of events are so important to us because this is where we draw a lot of our energy and inspiration from. And our cups are about to be overflowing. That's right, with lady love. Yeah. And um, But these are the kind of rooms where... I'm so excited to talk about other women. And when I say talk about other women, I mean elevate <laughs> yeah. other women. Lift them up. Lift them up. And I think that as ambitious women, one of the best things we can do to support each other is mention each other's names in a room full of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is just the ultimate class act for women to extend to each other, whether or not you're girlfriends or whether oh, yeah. or not you're super great friends. Just if you see somebody or know somebody who's killing it in her lane and you have the opportunity to mention her name, do it. Take it. Yeah. I mean, and it comes back tenfold always, mm -hmm. right? But um, it looks so good on yourself as well that you can be a confident enough woman to stand there and recommend another woman. Absolutely. Um, it speaks highly of your character, um, but you have to mean it. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. It, it definitely has to be authentic, and um, that can obviously, you can tell when people are authentic or they're not. But um, yeah, that was a huge conversation we had last time we recorded, is just really um, being an advocate for our fellow ambitious women and really knowing that when you lift somebody up, it doesn't push you down further. That's right. You know, so. lighting somebody else's sparkle doesn't dim yours. Yeah. It just makes you shine brighter. Well, if you think about like sparklers, if you put them together, they go brighter. Absolutely. When you put them together, really, it's taking that analogy. Exactly. So we just burn brighter together. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. And I mean, when you're surrounded with those other like-minded women, the conversation is just epic. And so, it's not even sometimes about dreams or goals. Yeah. It's just about life or mm -hmm. experiences or, you know, it's just such a good vibe. So absolutely. Yeah. I attended this luncheon several years ago and um, learned about the concept of integration for the first time. And here was this incredibly strong woman presenting that day and talking about how she intertwines her career and her life. She's a mom. Um, she had stepkids, I believe, and just she stood up there and really was doing it all. And she talked about how it's never about balance for her. It's about integrating all of the things that she's passionate about. And if she hadn't shared that message with me that day, I honestly don't think that I would have managed to integrate all of the things that have led me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. And so when we share our life experience, when we share our, our knowledge and our insight, women grow oh, and yeah. they just do beautiful things well and like who are who are we to like hold our secrets back essentially in our growth mm -hmm. you know what I mean I feel like that's so selfish to I be agree. like to find a tool for the, I mean it might not work for everybody but to find something that works for you or maybe it's a training module or a sales module or a course or a podcast or mm -hmm. a meditation whatever it is like it could be anything that really like helped you in your growth um by not sharing that you you know, it's 
I don't know, is sticky. <laughs> you should share. You should always just share these tools because um, you could really help somebody. Absolutely. And you could be handing them the tool that they need in their toolbox um, for an upcoming hurdle or just to take their next steps. So we can't be selfish with that. No, and I know for a fact that I wouldn't be the confident, ambitious woman I am without the women throughout my life that have been so yeah. willing and open in sharing with me and lending me their insight and advice and um, mentorship mentorship exactly I, yeah. I don't know that I necessarily have found my life mentor yet because mm -hmm. I have this kind of community of so many incredible women that I just respect and admire them all in such different ways and I think that's so powerful yeah I have lots of different mentors like totally. just like for different things the people I call on for different things there's uh or different advice different reasons mm -hmm. um and lots of them aren't you know like household names some of them you may you may know but others like they're my you know close people to mm -hmm. me but they're still a mentor like Absolutely. in whatever aspect I'm talking to them with it's something someone I look up to in whatever avenue we're talking about that I want to become I want to be more like and um again in turn like that makes that person feel really good to know that they're doing something um that's being received so well by someone else that someone else wants to learn from them um it's a really good pat on the back for someone as well absolutely and you know fortunately i've been in this position where i've had the opportunity to learn from women and i've had the opportunity to share with women yeah. and you know you think about the coffee dates over the years and the lunches and so funny side story I had a girlfriend reach out to me years ago this would have been I don't know six seven years ago and uh, she said I'd really love to take you for lunch and I thought oh I wonder what she would like to talk about she's you know clearly very successful and just you know respected in the community and so we go for lunch and she sits me down and she says you know I just I've always really liked your style and I just don't really know how to dress myself. So I'm wondering if you'd be willing to just chat with me a little bit about like how to dress for my career. And Aww. how to, yeah, dude, it was awesome. I was so pumped. We had the best conversation. Just and like walking out with like fireworks behind you. It's, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, it's not something that I've ever like promoted myself as. Yeah. Like, hey, I can help you with your professional style. <laughs> um, but it was just such a wonderful compliment to me. And if I hadn't, taking the time to go for this lunch, to spend this time with this woman. I, I honestly found it so fulfilling to be able to share with her just how I get dressed every day and totally. how I put my best foot forward. And now every time I see her, I am able to compliment something about her outfit because she's just taken her style mm -hmm. to the next level. And But it's also like how wicked was that that she was vulnerable enough to reach out and then sit across the table from you and be like okay I need help unbelievable with compliment yeah. and yeah. it wasn't even like we were that close at yeah. the time and so I just think it's so wonderful when a women have the confidence to put themselves out there and to reach out and say hey I would love your help I would love your advice yeah and when women make the time to do that, even when, you know, maybe they're not sure what's going to come of it. And so it was just so cool. And I love being able to spend time with women like that and just help elevate them. Yeah. However I can. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a great feeling, right? It's like a, oh, you just feeds off of each other. Mm -hmm. So where the energy is palpable and, um, energy is transferable. So, Absolutely. um, going into a room full of women like that, or even just like a coffee date with someone that you really admire or an ambitious friend, um, they will lift you up and, um, I want to talk quickly, just quickly, because we <laughs> did dive into this a little bit more on the initial record, but jealousy and amongst the women, monster. the green monster. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about how this is all a natural thing that we experience, but as we grow older and we get wiser, yeah. the being able to face it head on and just... I would love for you to share the thoughts that you shared on the last podcast about this. Yeah, I'm not sure if I remember everything because we, we just talk, like we don't even take notes really, like we just <laughs> talk organically. But um, yeah, so for me in my view, uh, jealousy is ego, like they're interchangeable really in their words. So when you're feeling jealous or someone's feeling jealous uh, about something or someone, in my opinion, it's your ego that's getting in the way. So your ego is feeling like trumped down by something someone else is doing. So it's not them. 
you probably really want to be their friend, actually. Um, it's something to do with you. And that's okay because we all go through these things. So to ignore it and like be like, oh, I'm not a jealous person. Well, you're lying. Um, it's something we all feel. Like <laughs> it's, it's totally okay. Yeah. And I think to really normalize being like, girlfriend, I'm feeling really jealous of you right now. Mm-hmm. that's okay. Why? What's up? What can I help you with? All good. Like uh, maybe that person struggled to get to where, you know, they are at with what you're jealous of. So it's okay, but it's the communication and how you react to it. So we don't want to be like jealous and be like, look at her. Exactly. Even though she's like looking bomb and that's why you're jealous and you're just going to like find something nitpicky to like hate on this girl about. That's a negative way to respond, respond to jealousy. Whereas in my opinion, you can sit back and be like, okay, I'm feeling super jealous of this girl right now because, you know, A, B, C, D, and E, what is that reflecting on myself? Like, where am I feeling my own insecurity? Where am I, you know, um, and how can I work on that myself and not put an outward projection on her because it's nothing to do with her and shame on me if I make her feel less for my insecurity. And so it's really just like working through your own internal process. Well, it's like that acknowledgement of you notice you're feeling jealous. Yeah. It should be the instant trigger of like, whoa, okay, what do I need to do? You know, like, oh, she is looking bomb. Well, does she work out six days a week and take care of her body and, you know, dress to impress? Then, yeah, of course. And if you're not feeling like that, then that's a sign that you need to make some changes. Yeah. And I just think that you hit the nail right on the head when you related jealousy to ego and we've all experienced it. We're all going to continue to experience it. But I think as we grow, we just get better at acknowledging it and working through it. Yeah. In yoga, we like essentially to get to your highest self in their analogy, you have no ego. Like ego does not exist. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, which is like nearly impossible. So we're not all higher ourselves people, but we're working on it. Right. But it is, it's a nasty thing. And I think that there can be a healthy level of ego. I think that's where your confidence comes in. Um, but ego can take over like that. And then instantly you're a cocky, jealous ass. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, you're a completely different person versus being like confident and um, proud. There's mm-hmm. a huge difference and, um, or jealous you can flip and it's just all these things. So just really reigning in your ego and knowing that, um, it, it only really matters to you. Absolutely. Like your ego is yours. So it's no one else's. And if everyone else sees your ego, it's not a good thing. No. And so, so <laughs> you mentioned that and man, did I ever go through a blow to my ego last year when I went through a big career and life shakeup and so many of the decisions that I had made in my life, I didn't realize that I had made them to support my ego mm-hmm. and that I was trying to become this version of myself that I thought I was supposed to be. And I had worked so hard to establish myself as a certain kind of woman But then when I, you know, really just blew up my career, started making some massive life changes, I had to sit with the fact that these decisions had been made by pure ego. And now I was sitting in a very humbled, vulnerable place of feeling so exposed and like everybody had seen my ego literally just blow up and... But, you know, on the subject of how to support ambitious women, I think it's important to acknowledge that sometimes ambitious women are going to fail. Oh, yeah. They're going to fail so we hard. We all fail. We all fail, exactly. And they're going to go through periods of just feeling like they're at rock bottom. And during that time, man, did my girlfriend show up for me. Man, did they support me. They made me feel so safe to be vulnerable with what I was going through to grieve the loss of this identity that I had worked so hard to curate. And it really was those mental health checks that made a big difference. Yeah. I mean, those are the big moments. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you sit in those moments and you're going through them and it's usually some of the worst moments of your life. Um, and you make it through Mm because we do. And it's not until later you look back with that hindsight of being like, that was one of the biggest moments of my life. And, um, I didn't know you too long before this all happened, but I can say you're a wicked person. And I know you were a wicked person before, but I know the growth that you've put in has been exponential. Like it's been amazing. Um, but with that all being said, you really seen who showed up for you. And I mean, you have a rock solid village, but totally it's, it's, amazing to look back in those situations and to see the silver lining and to see like, Oh, I have 
I have a crew and they got Absolutely. me through and I'll, I will be okay. And I think that, um, something that ambitious people, not even just women, but ambitious people have in common is this will to push forward mm -hmm. because we all fail. You said like, you know, when we fail and I said, I would challenge anyone to come to me and say, I have never had a failure if you're <laughs> ambitious. You're a liar. It happens. Like we, yeah. we fail all the time. And, um, to have that community to fall back on once you know you have it, your failures don't seem so scary because you know that you have a team to pick you up yep. and that you will be okay. Totally. And I, I don't know how many times during that tough time in my life, I would show up at Justine's house, mm -hmm. sit on the couch, cry for a bit. And, um, you know, she was pregnant during this time. So it wasn't even I'd like we could pop the champagne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, you totally did cry with me. And to be able to just have that safe space with a woman I knew wasn't judging me, who was literally just holding space for me and allowing me to be that real raw version of myself is how I got through it. I didn't get through it by shutting myself out, pushing people away and sitting and stewing on my own. I got through it by leaning on my community of women, by being honest about what I was feeling and what I was going through and, and really just chatting with them and talking with them about all of my, my dreams and ambitions and how I could continue to move towards them. It was a tough time that I honestly wouldn't have gotten through without my supportive girlfriends and the girlfriends who understood the fact that I am this ambitious woman. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's something special about a safe space to land with anybody. And um, you can't move forward and you can't grow or fix whatever you need to fix within yourself unless you're fully honest mm -hmm. about it, right? Because then you're only going to, like, you're going to put yourself back together and be missing a piece. Totally. You, you have to be raw and honest about it. And sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do. But um, again, surrounding yourself with those women that have been there or just, you know, like you, you meet a woman and you're like, oh, you're safe. Mm -hmm. You can tell you they have an energy. So um, really just like making sure you're surrounding yourself with those people and knowing that sometimes um, friends that you have maybe had for like a whole lifetime won't show up for you necessarily the way you need sometimes and that's okay it's okay for um friendships to change and to find new friendships and to find other people to lean on and not every one person can be your whole recipe right that's you right. don't need um first one person to say like i have one best friend and i'm good <laughs> <laughs> One person can't be everything for no. you. It's too much pressure to one put on that person and two, it's just really unrealistic. So Well, and I love the way you said that, how one person can't be your whole recipe because I honestly love and appreciate my girlfriends so much for the fact that they bring such a different mm -hmm. element to our friendship than other women in my life do. Like all of my girlfriends serve a totally different purpose in how they light me up and like you know I have one girlfriend that I will always call when I want to talk about business and big dreams and because she's just like my hype girl you know yeah. like aside from you that's what we do on a daily basis but I have a girlfriend I know who you're talking about I'm like yep check exactly <laughs> and so it's like I have another girlfriend that I call when I just want to talk about life I have another girlfriend that I call when I just want to laugh about some stuff for a bit I have another girlfriend that I call when I want to do family stuff like it's just all of these women bring such a beautiful quality into my life. And it's like, I feel like all of their strengths are just such a gift to me. Mm -hmm. And I could never imagine being unsupportive or threatened or jealous or making assumptions or, yeah. you know, having any sort of negative vibes towards them because I just honestly want their ultimate happiness and success well and like it kind of we're kind of going I'm gonna take us back a little bit but into this conversation of like being jealous in friend groups mm -hmm. um is really hard like something I've actually struggled with growing up I I think that's why I have some good best friends back home but there's like five mm -hmm. and they're all very different none of us are really in the same friend group but I always struggled with like being okay with myself watching my best friends have other best friends mm. in healthy relationships. And it took me a really long time to like be okay with it. And now I'm totally fine with it, but it was a work in progress, but, um, it wasn't until I realized that like I was a 
I'm gonna say I was a bitch when I <laughs> when that would happen. I was like putting up this like exterior that was kind of like I don't want to be mm-hmm. your friend. I'm like I'm cool. Anyway, this whole thing, ego, jealousy. Yeah, totally. Check, check. And um, it wasn't until I did the work and learned about myself and ego and judgment and jealousy that I was like, okay, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna be that person's best friend still. And if this person's their best friend, well, they're probably gonna be my best friend too because- How lucky! Yeah, so I just get way more friends. Exactly. Oh, oh, okay, shit, I should have had this mindset way a long time ago, but- Totally. um, Yeah, it's like really letting down those walls and it's like, it's okay. I think that by me saying like, I can be vulnerable enough to sit here and say, Sometimes I feel insecure. Sometimes I feel jealous. Sometimes I feel uneasy about it. But it's okay because I sit, I do the work, and then I'm like, okay, no, 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 Justine. You're mm-hmm. a great person. You have a lot to offer people. And they will love you if you give them your authentic self. And Absolutely. that's not, you know, being jealous and adding all those things in. So I think that um, a lot of it is self-work, honestly. But I do think you really have to go in with that mindset of, like, more the more the merrier. Absolutely. And it's like... I guess you could, would only know if you have multiple children for me to speak to this, but if you do, you'll understand of how like when you're pregnant with your second, you're like, I can't love them. <laughs> like I love my first. It's impossible. That's right. It's not going to happen. How can this happen? And then you get your second baby in your arms and you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It that just, was so easy. It just magically it happens. Happened. And yeah. so I, I use that same analogy with girlfriends is like, there's always enough room. Mm-hmm. There's always more room for love. Totally. There's always more room for connections. You're never tapped out of space. And yes, you're going to have different relationships that um, you have more effort in or you spend more time with and, and that's okay. But you're never out of room to add people to your life. I totally agree. And it's just, you know, when we have these women come into our lives that change our lives and help us grow and become this better version of ourselves, like you are that prime example for me. I honestly, I would not be sitting here today. I would not be the woman I am today had Justine not come into my life. And I'm so fortunate to have a rock solid crew of girlfriends and we are all tight. We have matching tattoos. (laughs) We go on girls trips. We've been through, you know, 20 to 30 years of life and growing together. But I couldn't imagine not having made space for you the second I met you like it literally the second I met you I knew that I had space for you yeah I just we connected so fast and I was so excited to introduce you to all of my best girlfriends yeah. because you know I just knew that they were going to swallow you up in love the same way that I did because they love me because I literally gained five new friends exactly like I think there's five well, there's five of us in total, so four new friends. Yeah, five well, including, including me. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, five's my lucky number. So. <laughs> but anyway, no, I have. And honestly, um, you look, you've watched watched Lindsay through this podcast, and if you know her, you know her. And she is not the woman that ever excludes. Um, so you can assume the same. Ha, huh, assume, but you can't. This is like <laughs> this is an accurate one. Um, the same of her friends. Um, they all received me with such. I was a little nervous, right? I was feeling the insecure and nothing else. I was just feeling really insecure because I'm like, oh boy. Um, but well, I think it was, it's yeah. always slightly intimidating when you come into a social circle and you know that there's like decades of history. <laughs> so much, and like telling stories, and I'm like. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, we've gotten really conscious of it over the years in the sense that we've definitely seen scenarios where, like, a girlfriend will bring another girlfriend in and we'll be hanging out all night and, like, we'll realize, like, oh, shit, we've been talking about high school for three hours and this girlfriend didn't even know us in high school. I think so. I like it, though, like, actually, to, like, be controversial with that. I like it because I get to know so many parts of your life. Totally. Or and their life that yeah. I don't think I ever would get to know because I didn't get to live with it with you guys. Well, so. and I think that's part of who you are as a woman, though, is that you are curious about other women. Mm-hmm. You do want to hear those stories, whereas I think sometimes it can make some women feel uncomfortable because they're not necessarily in the conversation the same way, but... That's where you make a choice to ask those questions and to engage and to continue the conversation and to celebrate this friendship with these women. So quick side story. I have to tell this right now because it was one of the most special moments of my life and such a show of support for girlfriends and friendship Mm. at Shameless Ambition. Um, Justine was leading our yoga class that day 
and we had 70 women in the room that morning it was so cool to see all these women lined up and she had told me ahead of time that she was going to do this but I had to ask yeah, yeah which I appreciated but that crew of girlfriends that I have when I said matching tattoos we have the word army in our tattoo and five arrows going in different directions to symbolize all all of our different personalities and so that comes from a song by Ellie Golding. The song is called Army, and it talks about how when I'm with you, I'm standing with an army. And again, goosebumps, <laughs> I am too. And yeah, um, so it's a really important song to my circle of girlfriends for reasons that go back a lot of years. But she played that song during our yoga class, and I was the only one that knew it was going to happen. And we we were standing there holding each other's hands. Yeah, I made sure I had them in a pose where you were. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a flood of emotions because it was the most powerful feeling in the world to be standing there with my army and in this room of 70 women standing tall and strong and holding each other up. And this was literally the ultimate classy show of support from Justine to recognize the, um, the weight of my friendships and how long we've worked on them and, and what we've been through together and it was just such a sign of just love and respect and acknowledgement and it was so beautiful it was so beautiful and I just will never ever forget that moment well we were so you told me the story about the song and so we were sitting on my couch and you played it for me and I instantly like you know go into tears and that's when Shameless was being built the conference and so I knew in that moment I was like okay I see this moment I see it so clear in my head but there's a lot of vulnerability around it so I had to ask Linz first because of course it could have been received wrong mm -hmm. and I didn't want that my intention was so pure that I didn't ever want there to be a chance of it being received wrong so I had to run it by her and she was like oh god yeah and even though I ran it by her I think she was still surprised by the emotion and the feeling that it uh, brought but yeah to watch 70 women standing in tree pose holding each other's hand just like a song blaring being like when I'm standing with you I'm standing with an army I can close my eyes and bring myself back to standing at the front of that room and having to hold back every single tear I had because I was just filling with so much joy and so much love like it was insane and then obviously um, you and your group that was there were all standing holding hands and it was a really beautiful moment oh. but it's it's to show that when we be vulnerable with other women it pays it pays absolutely um, and it's scary and um, but if you really put your heart out there and you have the best intention um, women will receive you so well I think personally well, honestly, that moment was so special. I was so flooded. We all were just flooded. And um, yeah. I think that that was just such a beautiful way to show these women that we are stronger together. When we stand together, we are an army. And yeah. you put your ego aside in that moment to, even though you were leading the class, this was a shining moment for you. You know, you made it about us. You made yeah. it about the women in front of you to share the message of we are an army together you're safe absolutely like you're, you're safe. safe that was the biggest message i wanted to convey that day because i knew what was ahead of the day it was a lot of um personal stories and it was a deep dive day mm -hmm. right onto growth and who we are as people um and uh i wanted to make sure that every single woman knew that if they turned to their left or their right or looked in front of them or behind them that they were safe no matter what they were going to be received by someone that was safe and that I think I at least I hope that was portrayed and um it goes to show just through iconic tattoos how safe everybody <laughs> felt but that's right um yeah and then so I just it popped into my head that we were talking about um last time I'm watching the clock so um but I, I thought it was important so we've talked about jealousy but I also want to talk about someone not being your cup of tea but oh, still being yeah. able to support them and Absolutely. how like that can there's a duality to it so of course when you meet someone not everyone's gonna jive with you that's and right. that's a-okay um that would be cool, uh, cool, cool. well it'd just be unrealistic to be like everybody i meet thinks i'm really cool because <laughs> that's ego yeah. again but anyway uh yeah so i think that there is as an ambitious woman yourself as a respectful business or ambitious woman yourself that you should try your best to carry yourself still with the same 
grace and respect when you don't care for somebody. And mm-hmm. I said in the first recording, I don't use the word hate. It's something like I've banned from my household because yeah, I, I really, I feel like it's so indefinite. Yeah. Like when you're like, I hate this, it's like, it's so, I'm like, just say dislike. Yeah. It's a little less aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's a personal thing. Um, so I don't believe in hating anyone, but I do believe that you can have a dislike or um, just don't vibe with them. But that doesn't mean you have to put them down. That's right. It doesn't mean that if you know that, like uh, we were talking earlier, how you said there's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't really care for them, but you know that they'd be the best person for that opportunity. Say their, say their name, name, girlfriend. Like, because your dislike for say them, their name, it's just... Say their name. <laughs> no one is around you. Say, girlfriend, I love you. Yeah. Like, I would wreck the podcast if I sang. They would, like, all end it. They'd be like, oh, what's that? What's wrong with my speaker? Uh, yeah. But, uh, encore by Lindsay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I do think that we need to be bigger people Mm -hmm. in that and just be like, it's nothing personal. Like if you just don't vibe with someone, it's all good. But like, they've not shit on you probably. Like they're probably a really great person. So just... Exactly. And just don't talk shit about other women. I have a pretty hard rule that I do not discuss women's marriages. I don't discuss their bodies. I... um, I talk about other women to celebrate other women. I have lots of conversations about other women, but the only time I feel like it's appropriate to be bringing other women's names up is to celebrate them, to elevate them, to create opportunities for them. And that you're so right. That doesn't mean that you have to be best friends or even friends to begin with because we just don't know what's going on in everybody's lives. Like, well, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's okay. I think it's, like okay to be an acquaintance mm-hmm. with someone so like it that means you know I don't have your number we don't text we don't send each other social dms mm-hmm. we don't whatever but if I see you at a function I'm going to smile I'm going to say hi if we're in the same conversation I'll ask totally. how you are um and genuinely mean it mm-hmm. like I do you know care but after that okay bye yeah like you know because there is nothing else and but that's okay and I think that um we still show up for those people we still like their social media stuff mm-hmm. we still share it if it's something we want to share you know um we we have to stop I think being so um judgmental I think is what it comes down to is you know and just just like let it go and I say this all the time but I'm like it's not your cookie so I know I know okay so my therapist I won't name her but she knows who she is and she got me through life but she gave me this analogy once because I used to take on people's crap a lot and she goes all right Justine you come over to my house for a cup of coffee and I offer you a cup of coffee and a cookie. And I'm like, okay. She's like, you drink the coffee, but you don't want the cookie. And I'm like, yes. She's like, whose cookie is it? Still your cookie, because I didn't want the cookie. Yeah. She's like, there you go. If someone gives you something and you don't want it, you don't have to take it. It's still theirs. I love that. I love that <laughs> right? so much. So it's it's that simple. So yeah. just because someone's offering you information, someone's mm-hmm. offering you gossip, someone's offering you whatever it is, not my cookie. That's right. That's it. That's all you have to tell yourself. Not my cookie. Leave it on my the table. My dad says not away. my monkey, not my jungle. But <laughs> <laughs> whatever works for you, right? But not my cookie. And um, so yeah, I just remember that. Like we have to like really just like let things go and be like, it's not ours, but like it looks so much bad, so much worse, so much badder, <laughs> so much worse on you um, when you just dislike people for no reason or you hate on them for it just it doesn't make you look like a good person and well, just what a waste of time to sit around Ew. hating on people and yeah sit around talking shit about people and gossiping like man watch Vanderpump have... rules for that exactly watch Vanderpump um we have much cooler things to talk about in life there's so much more you know happening in the world and yeah. in just everywhere in our communities in our cultures that I just think that if we could just take a hard stance against tearing each other down or speaking negatively about other women it would just make such a world of difference in how we show up for each other well and it's even like the thing too this takes confidence and I'm not gonna lie I've been in these situations and not had the confidence I should have to walk away I think I do now but if that means like you're in sitting at a table with a bunch of friends, even if they are your friends and the conversation starts to get negative and gossipy, not your cookie, That's you have right. every power to get up and walk away or to say, Hey guys, can we switch the combo? I, yeah. I don't really feel comfortable talking about this That's or right. say nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can remove yourself and it doesn't make you the cool kid at the table to bring stuff like that to the table. No. 
And so, it reflects worse on you to be the one who's gossiping 100%. than the person that you're even gossiping about. Because no one's going to trust you. No. Because like, we're all sitting there thinking, be like, girlfriend, we're not going to tell you shit. Like, <laughs> nope. if this is what you're, you know. You're like, out of the circle. Yeah. yeah. Out so of the circle. Just remember that, like, um, you can't build a safe, safe, safe space with someone if you don't keep their space safe. That's right. So. And, you know, you touched on energy. And I think it's important to acknowledge the energy that does and doesn't work for you. We all have varying levels and degrees of energy. And, you know, you mentioned it, I think on the first podcast about how I show up at your house and I'm like, what are our dreams and goals today, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, <laughs> but if, if you didn't want that energy, you wouldn't take that energy from me. You know, it's the yeah. fact that that's the energy I'm giving you. And then you're, you know, coming to meet me in the middle on that as far as that, you know, 50, 50 mm-hmm. making it up for each other. But I think that if somebody is giving you an energy or a vibe that you just don't like, it's so okay to just not create space in your life for that energy. You don't have to take that on. You don't have to let it suck you dry. I think it's really important to protect your energy. Yeah. So actually I was just, as we were saying this, I'm like, oh, 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 I got a thought. Um, But it's about protecting your energy. One of my mentors, I'm going to hope to have her on here as a guest one day. Um, She was my yoga mentor back in central Alberta. And when I first met her, I was so intimidated by her because she's like the bomb. She's so cool. But (laughs) anyway, um, one of those people that are so amazing that you're like, am I cool? Can I talk to you? Right. It's just like fangirling. Um, but she was always had a really cold and please take this the best way because she's so gorgeous, but she just always after class would have like more of a, a, a straight face and just kind of like, like, and closed off. And I asked her one day, I just said, Hey, like what, like what's up? And she goes, Justine, so many people take our energy. We have to protect it. And I'm like, okay, so there is a time always, I think you're always emitting an energy and you should always be aware of what frequency you're putting your energy level out at. Cause that's, what's going to come right back to you. However, I think you're exactly right. Sometimes we do have to be like, Oh no, I need to protect my energy today. And there are some relationships that you may have, or that do exist that suck the energy out of you. And you're left leaving that relationship like, like a drained battery. Totally. And, um, so yeah, you do. You have to be protective of your own energy for sure. It took me so many years to learn that. Yeah. So many years to learn that because I was just such a giver and somebody who shows up all the time and so reliable and dependable. And these are all great qualities, but I have definitely learned to recognize when I'm showing up for situations that are literally just going to suck me dry. Yeah. Suck me dry. And I've started to create boundaries and and capacities for that kind of stuff. And so it's like, you know, I create space for the women that really matter to me, the women that give me energy in exchange as well, because I don't think it's fair that we should have to show up for people all the time that just really give us nothing back. Yeah, Life I mean, is it's way hard. too short. Like it's it's super hard. Um there's lots of people that like to sit in those spirals. And I mean, they all have, oh, I'm not shitting on it at all. Everyone has their own story and the reason that they're there and their struggles. Um, but for, if you're not in that headspace to have conversations with people that are stuck in that headspace can really leave you feeling drained. And, mm-hmm. um, I guess my biggest piece of advice for that is just make sure you're in the right space to be with them when you are. Totally. Um, Because if you're not, it can come across as irritable or annoyed with them. And then that's obviously not going to be conducive to your relationship either. So um, if you are going to have, you know, sit sit down or a phone call with them, just really making sure you're in the right headspace. And maybe you have something that's going to fill your cup later that day. For sure. Or or something that filled your cup earlier that day to kind of... Well, I think you can acknowledge like when you know maybe a girlfriend is struggling or she's going through something that when you call her, you are showing up to give her your energy. That's the whole point is you're saying, hey, I've got energy to spare. I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to lift you up and just make you feel supported and safe with me. This isn't about me. We're not talking about me. I am here to elevate you and to share so that you can come out of this and I think that that's what we do for our girlfriends is to just give and then know that they're there for us when we need to take a little bit yeah it's a give and take absolutely for sure but um I mean obviously like we're saying those relationships do exist that it's give only and just be careful with those ones right for sure watch your energy and yeah yeah but um 
Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could talk about how to support ambitious girlfriends for hours because I've just been through so many life experiences with women that I've learned so much from. And I think that as our relationship evolves, we show up for each other in new ways all the time. Like it's actually surprising. Just when we think we couldn't be any better, we show up in an even greater capacity. And it's like, you know, you're watching my kids for me while I'm in LA in a few weeks. And just like, it's just, what's that we going to get out Right, (laughs) Some shenanigans, but I just so appreciate the growth that our friendship has gone through. I appreciate the women who consciously show up for other women. Um, The women showing up for us? The women showing up for us. Like, we're just so grateful. And so I'm just grateful we have this platform to have this conversation. called Lindsay, my wife, the other day. Right. So (laughs) we're we're about to wrap up. But uh, my husband was listening to, I think, podcast two about Lindsay's uh, poems. And how she used to, you know, sit in her room and write these dark, twisted poems. poems. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you, poems. And my husband looked at me like, oh my God, we're the same because he used to rap. And the same dark oh, stuff. He still does rap. He does still rap. Yeah, yeah Lil Windex. <laughs> Shout out to Lil Windex. Um, North side. Right, yeah. For life. Um, but uh, they are. They're like, honestly, female male versions. So I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. Like, I've actually been like, okay, this is why we're so great together. So I'm like, it's like we're going into business. We're talking about all these things together and like, you know, checking the boxes. And I looked at her the other day and I was like, Lynn's we're basically like married. So yeah. So I just refer to her as my wife now. <laughs> well, you know, now all we have left to do is book a photo shoot and throw a party. So we could just put those on the schedule at some point. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, life has been so good. And, um, I can, I've had a lot of great girlfriends. I still do, um, back home that support me in all the ways, Um, but there is something about my friendship with Lindsay that, um, she ignites my ambition. She, she makes me be a better, um, person in my ambitions and my dreams and my goals. And for me, myself, not just for my kids and for my family, but like, she makes me be a better woman because she knows that I can be. Um, so I mean, surround yourself with women like that. Same girl, same. I'm so grateful for how we show up for each other and... (laughs) We are going to continue showing up for this community of women that we're building together and having all the big conversations and sharing as much as we can along the way. So thank you for joining us for episode four. Yeah, I'm going to close with a quote. Close with a quote. That's right. Fill your life with women that empower you, that help you believe in your magic and aid them to believe in their own exceptional power and their incredible magic too. Women that believe in each other can survive anything. Aw, nailed it. Right? Love you. Love you. Have the best day, girlfriend. Bye.